0: This is the Crushing Through Life Podcast. here we are welcome to episode 29 crushing through life podcast with your host robin jim how's it going jim
1: not too bad rob how are you
0: excellent today is july 29th i almost said june wow okay today is july 29th 2021 and as always let's get started with today's quote some failure in life is inevitable It is impossible to live without failing at something unless you live so cautiously that you might as well not have lived at all, in which case you fail by default. And that quote is from J.K. Rowling. I'm sure everyone who knows who that is. But uh, Jake, if you don't, J.K. Rowling is a British author, philanthropist, film producer, television producer and screenwriter. But she's best known for her writing of the uh, Harry Harry Potter Harry Potter, Harry Potter, fantasy fantasy series, which has won multiple awards and sold more than 500, 500 million copies, and becoming the best selling book series in history. That's uh, crazy. Did you were you uh, are we, were you a fan of Harry Potter? Did you read all the books?
1: Uh, massive. I read. Uh, yeah, I, I've read all the books, like multiple times for sure. Um, you know, I've I've seen the movies a bunch. Yeah. Uh, Jess and I went to Harry Potter Land when we were in LA. There's a Harry Potter Land? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. So you can eat. (laughs) That's awesome. You go, you know, it's a big thing, looks like Hogwarts. There's different rides and stuff you go on. You can go into, um, uh, Hogsmeade is, you know, one of the towns and you can, you can order butter beers and, uh, You know like it was a big it was kind of like medieval times almost in the sense of what the food was like to put it like it was like a big chicken roast and corn and that kind of thing so i don't really know what that has to do with harry potter but um yeah like the butter beer was actually for you know somebody like it was almost too sweet it was like caramel beer so that
0: seems that's that sounds like something i wouldn't enjoy (laughs) i i like the taste
1: but it was kind of I just couldn't get through all of it. I, I remember. Yeah. And it was and it was hot too. So it made me it made me want water even more. But yeah, <laughs> Harry Potter Land was was awesome. Um where actually, is Harry uh, Potter Land? It was at Universal Studios oh. in, in LA. But actually the best part of Universal Studios for us was um like the Simpson area. Cause you can go like we went into Moe's Tavern and we got oh, like yes. I ordered a duff, like a pint of duff. Uh of Jess, course. Jess got a flaming Moe. Uh, You can go into the Quickie Mart and other places, you know, just around town. There's all these things, you know, they're just, uh, but, and then my personal favorite uh, of all the rides um, was a Jurassic Park ride. It was so much like, so cool. I wish I saw (laughs) it when I was younger, um, but they still do a pretty good job of it. That was the only one we did twice. And the line was so long, I would have done it a third time.
0: I've been to Universal Studios once. I went to uh, Florida with my parents in grade i think it was grade six mm. and i remember one ride which was really really cool it was an i think it was alien but it was oh, just some alien like shock thing so basically you you go in to this um auditorium but it's like it's, the seating's like all around in a circle okay. around this massive cylinder in the middle and i forget what the ride is called i I'll, i might look it up on youtube later just to check it out i don't even know if it's still there but um Basically they talk about this alien containment and there's like an animatronic alien and all that and it's mm-hmm. it's, it's like a kind of like a scary ride. But I was I was I was in grade 6, so right. I was pretty young. And all of a sudden the lights go out and then you hear like glass break and then you hear like steps around the uh the seating area That's and I I guess there were speakers there must have been speakers like in the in the chair or whatever. Mm-hmm. And at one point like you can actually feel like, I guess it shoots air behind Mm. your chair too. Like it can feel, um, like as it, as if it was breathing behind you. So that was really, really creepy. And then I don't know if there's anything else in that chair, but you could feel tentacles like on your neck, but it's pitch black,
1: right? Right. It's pitch
0: black. So I'm with my dad, I'm freaking out. Mm. And, uh, I'm now realizing where my fear of aliens have (laughs) from. started
1: (laughs) my my Um, fear of aliens started with the et which i know we've discussed multiple times i have downloaded it i haven't watched it i haven't watched it (laughs) i don't know why i was scared of them but uh yeah uh but alien like i love uh, the you know james cameron and ridley scott aliens um aliens is the second one that cameron did but uh i can't picture you know seeing that at like 11 or 12 yeah
0: yeah, it was it was pretty freaky, man. Yeah, and there was at one point I think when, um, at the end of the ride, the alien blows up or something like that, and then like it, it so the, so the, at the top of the ride, like it shoots water at you, so it feels like like you know the alien's guts are being exploded,
1: exploded all over your face. So yeah, and if you've seen the movie, <laughs> that stuff is uh, is like acid. So if it gets on you, it burns your skin. So yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. So the idea of it probably. Uh, you know getting touched with it for even if you know it's fake you'd be like no no
0: it's so cool man like that was the one ride that really kind of stuck out for me because it was so like it was such an experience of like mm. like just ent- entertainment and like like it brings out all the emotions of you <laughs> out of you right um you know and the way they incorporated like air and water and like it, it's they did a great job you know
1: well and imagine you know that was 20 years ago so imagine what yeah. they've done now you know so like then there's a new jurassic world ride and uh there's a whole bunch of stuff that's you know probably universal they try and stay pretty current they had a a walking dead one but the line was massive so we skipped it but i think that one probably would have been pretty freaky i'd imagine Nice. like if things are touching you then yeah (laughs) i guess uh did you you did you ever get into harry potter because you asked me and then we just went way off oh right yeah
0: yeah so um i i actually I never read the books. I like I like I said in the past, like I'm not a I'm not a big book reader. Mm-hmm. But um the Harry Potter films I did enjoy as a kid. I've watched all of them. Um but I've only watched them like once, maybe maybe the first 3 a couple of times. Okay. Um so I'm not a, I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan, but I do enjoy the movies a lot i think they're really entertaining in fact i actually i'm excited to when like nico gets a little bit older and he can i can watch it again with him Mm -hmm. um but yeah like i do enjoy the movies the movies were really entertaining and it's kind of it's kind of like that feeling i mean we watched the movies when we were a bit we were young but you you get that feeling of like fantasy and magic you know within that movie and i think that it's pretty special and they, did, they really did a good job of doing that my, my favorite scene in the the first movie is uh like we go to the wand shop where he picks mm-hmm.
1: out his wand yeah I so actually that funny that cool. you say that because when we were in uh at universal there there was you know you can go on this like tour of the wand shop um right so they go in and they get they i guess they're hired actors so somebody plays the wand seller and you know everybody crams in and they get somebody to to grab a wand and flick stuff around (laughs) and every time they do stuff falls off the wall or like you know explodes or something that's so cool that's awesome um, that's awesome and then uh the idea is you leave and you can actually buy you know they sell i forget they're probably pretty expensive like 70 bucks us or you know some of them might be more but you can buy harry's wand and you can buy hermione's wand or you can get one that's like a robert or a james wand uh, in the store you know obviously nice. to make but like you can buy scarves and other things robes um if i was younger i'd be freaking out to want to get something but now i you know i,
0: you I buy, i've learned i've learned my
1: lessons from uh you know <laughs> just being in the in that perfect mood where you like you kind of want to remember something as a souvenir and right. you know i just don't do that anymore
0: yeah 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 well merchandise baby that's where
1: it's at oh so yeah so nuts we're actually so,
0: just we're, we're actually pretty excited because um, we have. I don't know if I don't recall if I mentioned this, but we I we do have an, a vacation coming up in August with uh, with our family, with uh, with our son, we're taking him up to uh, a little Muskoka resort that we usually go to. Um, it's actually the resort is part of my company and we're able to get a deal like a really good family discount there. So mm-hmm. that, that, that was great. Same one after that you went yep. to last year.
1: So I think last time it was was just the three of you guys, right? That went up. That's right. That's right. That's
0: right. So it's just going to be the, actually, sorry. We did invite, uh, my sister, my, my brother-in-law, uh, and, and their family. So that it, which is great too, because, um, they have a daughter who is a year older than Nico. So he's going to have someone to play with. So that's, that's going to be great. But, uh, it's only for two nights and then I have the whole week off. So I, I was talking to my wife. I was like, what are we going to do for the whole week? And now that attractions are opening in toronto we're looking at getting um i don't know if you've ever done this the city pass no i haven't so the city pass uh which is at citypass.com whoever is in the gta area and wants to check it out you can purchase and i think there's actually it's actually like a pretty known company Like, like they sell passes in like other cities like new york and chicago chicago whatever i don't know if it's just toronto but anyways they have a toronto uh city pass where you buy buy a pass for a discounted rate and you have uh, five attractions you can go to. So you can go to the CN Tower, the Royal Ontario Museum, Casa Loma, Science Center, and then like Ripley's Aquarium. And all of that is like 70 bucks. And and right now it's like 40% off. So we're like, you know, let's buy this and let's go check out all these attractions. And then in my mind... I'm like, this is a great this is this is fantastic because we were thinking about um, checking out Bruce Peninsula. But after going after coming back from Muskoka, we probably just want to stay local, do some local stuff right with our days off. Um, and he hasn't and, and our son hasn't seen any of these Toronto a- attractions at all. And I think right now it'd be a really cool itch to kind of show him before he starts junior kindergarten. Yeah, he's uh, going
1: to love the ROM and the Science Center. Yeah, uh, i mean He's, he's, he's mostly
0: it. excited for the CN Tower. Oh, but, really? Um, because my son is addicted and has oh, obsession elevator. with elevators. That's <laughs> so right. Yeah, yeah. He's really he's really pumped to go check out the CN Tower. So um, that's gonna be a lot of fun. But yeah, like in my mind, I'm like, oh my god, all these all these gift shops, right? Like the, oh, yeah. the whole merch, the whole merch thing. So it's gonna be a lot of uh, like, can we get this? I think is uh,
1: is the zoo one of like an option or is it?
0: So the zoo. So so the, uh, so for the last attraction, the fifth attraction, you have an option to either going to the zoo mm. or to uh Ripley's Aquarium. Mm. Uh you have or sorry, or the science center. You have one of those two. So, we've already taken him to the zoo before, so we're going to take him to Ripley's Aquarium. Okay. I've been there before, it's amazing, so oh, he's going to have a great time.
1: It's awesome. Yeah. It's really yeah. cool. The conveyor belt area is amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. he's going to have a blast just like looking up at the at the the fish and sharks and all that. So, that's yeah. gonna be awesome.
1: That's sweet.
0: Yeah, buddy. Uh, so I I ended up um, downloading one of my favorite PC games of of all time, which um, is which is Quake. You ever played Quake? I, I don't I, actually. Let me ask you this: Have you ever played like computer games like so Counter Strike, anything like that?
1: I never played or Counter Strike. Though the, the the ones that I would would have played would have been like Rollercoaster Tycoon uh age of empires uh uh poker um <laughs> i know it's not like a computer game but yeah i never i never really got into it i was more 64 and uh then later playstation and then xbox and now yeah, console games and, all and that, now more yeah. like switch or like but my sister and i we never had super nintendo but yeah i never got yep. into uh so i actually i don't even know what it looks like or what it's about
0: Okay, so it's uh so Quake is a, like a first-person shooter game. Okay. The very first one that came out. There's like there's different. Um, there's like Quake One, Quake Two, Quake Three. Uh, Quake One and Two are like you're shooting monsters essentially. It's kind of like a horror-based game. Quake Three, which is called Quake Three Arena, it's kind of like a rocket arena type where everyone's got different weapons and they're in this one arena and it's kind of like a free-for-all. You you pick up items and you and you you know kill each other and and you, and you get points and all that. I played that game. When it first came out in 1999, uh, my my parents got it. Actually, I think I downloaded the demo at first, and I mm-hmm. was so addicted to the demo The demo, came out, like three levels. I kept playing and kept playing because the multiplayer is so fun. Um, and it just came up to my mind. Like I used to play this game a lot back in those years, and I touched it again in like 2012, 2014. And then Quake moved to this other plat- online platform called Quake Live and Steam and all that. If you're if you're if you don't know Steam is it's like a collection of games. Well, it's an online service for a collection of games. Okay. But I got I got back into Quake Live and it's dude, I'm having such so blast. It's so much fun. Um, like I I am pretty pretty good at the game, mm-hmm. and it's a very quick strategy type feeling that you get where. It's addicting. It's really addicting cuz like I'm I'm going back and forth through that this this entire map talking like working with the team and all that and and uh I I I downloaded it just just to like crush through some like stress, you know, mm, whether yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, at the end of the day i play a quick match or whatever. And dude, it's it's awesome, man. I'm having so much fun playing it. That, so right now really I'm playing cool. yeah, so right now I'm playing Quake Live. It's it's a remake of Quake 3. Okay. Um Cause it's like the highly, most highly rated game in the, in the series. And, uh, I'm actually talking with, uh, my buddy, Steve, I don't, you know, you know, Steve, he, yep. he's going to download it too. Cause they used to play it together all the time. So that's, that's well, really cool that with.
1: it's all yeah. coming back full circle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's coming back full circle for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you ever have time, check out Quake Quake three, <laughs> I could show you some videos afterwards. It's just, just a ton of fun. Yeah. Send some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got some like uh I was into PC games as a kid. Uh again, I had the N64 games as well, but, but mainly PC games, man. Actually, all I'm about sure I could computer games.
1: I bet you I could find somebody playing it on Twitch.
0: Quake Live? Oh yeah, for sure. Like, They're pretty competitive, sure. man. They have like they have like a big convention like QuakeCon where you can make money and uh if you're a really good player in competitive matches and all that. Oh. Um but it's so it's so fun and addicting, but it's really fast paced that you have to think a lot of where you're gonna go and strategize where you're shooting enemies and all that. Mm. That actually started getting a headache. <laughs> yeah. So like after an hour of playing, it's like and I walk away to go to go eat something or or, or whatever. Mm. I just like have a headache and I and then I then I get the feeling of like, oh, I want to play again. So I can see how easily addictive video games are, obviously, for one thing yeah and i i I don't know I, you just gotta you gotta limit your time and make sure it's just a purely a source of entertainment yeah. temporary get it done have Limed. your fun and just like know when to stop
1: <laughs> yeah see and i and i used yeah. to struggle with that so for me now it's so much easier to just cut it out entirely rather than yeah go down the yeah. you know like you, you look you don't look at the clock and you're like it's 1 30 and you want to go to bed at you know midnight or something mm-hmm. and 90 minutes late just doing the same thing over and over.
0: Yeah. And uh, the main reason why I've been like checking out this game and going back into it is because our couch is in repair. Um, <laughs> And I'll <laughs> tell you. This excuse I, in the I, book I, for a I new know. video game. Our couch is in repair. So I've been playing yeah. video games while my, when my uh, wife and son are playing Xbox because okay. I can't sit on, I can't sit on the couch. Right. So essentially uh, we have an L shaped couch. There's a chaise part of our couch and the chaise, spring is broken you mm-hmm. can imagine why it's broken someone likes to jump on it all the time yeah and probably you <laughs> for sure me <laughs> yeah. and like we had started this repair ticket with this company um and they were supposed to repair it in november and because of covid happened there's huge delays in the, in the furniture industry of
1: course yeah
0: they picked it up 2 months ago when i started when i started the uh, ticket in november they said it was going to take 2 weeks to repair then it um then they said that there were they were they were going to deliver it it was repaired and then the delivery didn't happen then no response from the customer service manager and then she said that the, the repair was like it couldn't be repaired and now it needs to be ordered so you have to order a new couch to get that part to ship to us it's like all of these delays and this is this is going over like 3 like Whatever amount of time um, that, they've, that, that they've had this couch or we started this problem. And like, it's just becoming uncomfortable because we're, we're, we can't watch a movie we can't sit down on, on the couch as a family because it's, you only got the two seater section. So yeah. t- you can't squeeze everybody on there. It's pretty un- uncomfortable. Yeah. So whatever. So I mean, like, one my, of my, uh, Wife and my kid are just watching TV or they're on, they're playing Xbox. I just go on the computer and play Quake.
1: Hey, that, that <laughs> works. To do. That's, it's yeah. pretty crazy. I mean, everyone's,
0: like, everyone's happy.
1: <laughs> they're not, uh, they're not charging you for having to like do all this crazy, you know, ordering a new couch, anything like that?
0: No. Yeah. So it's part of our warranty. Okay. It's part of our warranty and which is good because, you know, we'll get a new shade out of it, but because of the, because of COVID, because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. the whole furniture in industry is messed up. I was actually talking to one of uh, my wife's friends who actually works as in the furniture industry and even crates that come in, like shipping crates that come in, shipped from China and all that, they used to cost 6,000 for delivery. And now they're being charged like 20, $22,000 because of the supply and demand. It's pretty wild. Yeah. And she's like, you know, people, customers are calling me nonstop. They can't get their deliveries on time. Like if you went on. I don't know, say Home Depot's website or The Brick or whatever, Leon's, any of these big big box stores, mm-hmm. and you get a couch shipped to your house right now, like you're looking at a huge delay. Um, I don't know what it is now, but yeah, they've been throwing
1: a wrench for sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, like there's every industry got affected, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it'll take a while before things come, come back to being, you know, in the proper time or maybe there's just slightly altered yeah, now.
0: and like i totally understand if um you know if uh you know there's there's an issue with shipping or whatever the repair and there's delays and all that the fact is that we've been emailing this manager back and forth we have like our email thread is like at 56 emails it's crazy yeah because there's no response and there's no response from like their social accounts and we call and we leave messages and no one calls us back and i guess because they're so swamped obviously but if i just was told that like yeah it's there's you know there's a delay or whatever or when they tell me you know the couch is gonna be delivered on tuesday and nothing shows up you know it's like there's no recourse you know well well, think of if you customer service
1: essentially if you weren't working from home you'd have to take a day off work if they said the couch is coming tuesday between the hours of 9 a.m and 5 5 p.m and you're like okay well there's my whole day i guess i'll work from home and then it doesn't show up like now you've you know taken a day off or you've done something where (laughs) it just doesn't work out like that like they can't you know it's very frustrating frustrating when they don't come um yeah yeah just i had a similar thing with uh the internet companies trying to call us back a couple times like because we you know, when we started this podcast we were on a different internet and then we tried to mm-hmm. get rogers and they said they couldn't come right. out here but they were gonna come out here um you know in the area and it, like again they just sim- similar thing where they just they said they were gonna come they didn't then they said next day for sure and they didn't we were working from home so you don't you like every time we go down you know if i go down to sear we're like where are these guys but <laughs> you know because we didn't have to take days off it actually wasn't the worst <laughs>
0: Oh man, it's, 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 it's wild. Um, the poor customer service that's out there right now. It's pretty, it's pretty brutal. I had this issue last night. So last night I had a, had a pretty major problem at work where we have like a big server chassis and it's, and this server chassis has got like 14 different servers in it. Okay. And to connect to this huge chassis, it's this big box. There's two management pieces on the back of this chassis the management pieces went down so we call our warranty uh company that we deal with and um it was six o'clock i was at work this was last night and they said would you like us to troubleshoot with you on the phone or send a field engineer send a field engineer i would love to have someone physically come here Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like help me fix it versus me doing the work all right yeah. Says so okay, no problem. We'll get someone out there, and, and the turnaround time is four hours. Within four hours, I'm like perfect. So seven o'clock, eight thirty rolls by. Um, the guy's not showing up, mm-hmm. right? Then I call back to get an update. They, they, I give them the ticket number, and they said, "Well, we can't even find your support contract." I'm like, what do you mean you can't find your support contract? We paid the invoice last week, right? right? And apparently the invoice the contract number i gave her uh was incorrect and it incremented by one and like you couldn't just look at the account to, to find that so this ticket has been sitting there this entire time because i don't have the support contract I couldn't find it and i've been waiting for two hours at this point yeah and uh and anyways she was able to find it after that so Whatever. continue. Silly,
1: but again it's frustrating and it's your time right especially that like late at night so were you able yeah. to go home when it was over or like
0: we, well continuing the story like the the technician the field engineer who's supposed to come on site ended up getting the ticket preemptively and said and called me directly said what's the part number mm-hmm. i'll see if we have it in, anything in the warehouse and luckily luckily enough his manager didn't his manager didn't have it or his manager did have the two parts in in his office. So like, perfect. But he's like, I can't leave until the customer service department comes up with what's called an action plan because that's their procedure and policy. Before I start driving to the, the, the place, right? to The location. Yeah. Right now it's 10 o'clock. I've been waiting since six (laughs) o'clock. Yeah. So I call back, you know, give them hell. And it's like, Send the field tech, what's going on? We need these two parts. You just he's got them. Come out and swap them. The guy was in Toronto. We're like an hour north of Toronto. He ended up showing up at 12 o'clock. Then we replaced the parts. I had to reconfigure them. I was home at 3 a.m. Oh. It was it was a crazy long night. But this this like customer service thing were like, you know, dealing with and and like opening up the ticket too took took like an hour to find our account and and all that I I, I don't know why but anyways dealing with this this customer service rep and I'm sure everyone has dealt with a bad CSR everywhere whatever company you deal with it's it sucks man and it just eats away your time for sure I didn't want to be home at 3 (laughs) a.m I wanted to be home at 10 o'clock at the latest
1: yeah so what time did you get to work that day
0: I was there. Well, oh, I was there at like uh, so. I was in the office today. I had to I had to do something else in the office, like mm-hmm. like uh, I was there, like around lunchtime. Um, but the problem I started troubleshooting at three o'clock, and ended up calling the warranty place at, like five o'clock. Okay, like this is after my initial troubleshooting. We need these two parts.
1: So, yeah, right, kind of kind of day.
0: Because that's long the thing, right? Day.
1: Like you know, when you call and they're like, okay, ten o'clock the latest. You're like. That's long, but, you know, if the guy takes an hour and then you guys still got to do something and then drive home, you know, you're looking at one. If Mm -hmm. he shows up max late, maybe he can get there right away. But instead, they just took their time. You know, it doesn't take long. If they can't find your account, but they had your phone number, like how are they not calling you at some point in time before that? And, and i guess it's you know everybody yeah. gets backed up and they do other things and i shouldn't i don't fully like to comment on industries that i know nothing about because i honestly don't know enough to say like well this had an easier solution i mean right. it's all about communication in this part right like so mm-hmm. um you know had they maybe called you faster then the action plan is started faster the guy gets out there faster like who knows what his shift is you know maybe he didn't, yeah. he wasn't supposed to work till that time anyway also, but oh, that's I, I like, forgot. You know, forgot on He's call, maybe all night, so it doesn't matter,
0: right? I forgot one of my favorite parts during this whole ordeal. Um, one of the so while I was waiting for the technician to, to be deployed, one of the support technicians saw the ticket and said, "Okay, can you log into the server and 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 give us a log, like a like download the the log and and send it to us?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, buddy. I can't even log into the server. That's the whole problem. Yeah. <laughs> to give you the log. Yeah. <laughs> when is the field engineer going to be dispatched? <laughs> like, it's in the ticket. Like, I can't log into it. I yeah. need you to give me the two parts.
1: <laughs> That's God. crazy. Yeah, very, um, very frustrating. But
0: yeah. But, uh, so, anyways, the field engineer I was speaking to actually said to me that that exact same thing that you were talking about is that there was a lack of communication. Like, why? Like no one like no one likes to talk on the phone, so and I'm dealing with this too with my couch repair. No one likes to talk on the phone. I've given my number several times, and they're all they all it's just purely email. And I feel like the human connection is starting to kind of dwindle in that customer service uh, aspect with with companies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you really want to pertain your customers, I feel like you should really. Talk to them on the phone, understand their problem, fix whatever you can fix, come up with a compromise. And then, after uh, an issue is resolved, follow up. You always have to follow up. Right. Um, if the guy, if the technician or the engineer called me today or this morning said, Hey, man, I was just checking in, how are things this today after to we replaced the part? Like, that, that's amazing. I love follow up. So, I try to follow up as much as possible. And I want to start bringing that into even like my work when I help. You know, my coworkers or my employees try to follow up as much as possible, just to just to give them that good service. You know, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, tol- I totally agree. No, no, with um with a follow up, it's it's huge, right? So you have to make sure that first of all, what you did wasn't a waste of time, but it just shows that you actually care and not like problem stopped, like move on to the next thing, and and that's mm-hmm. why it it's, it is funny when you see, um. Like people who are so good just get beaten down sometimes. Of like, feel like if you're good at customer service, you never get the the recognition because a lot of no one yeah. really goes out of their way to do a good review, but right. you'd be sure that they're doing it for a bad review. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so it's it, it is a little uh, it's a tough industry. Um, you know, and yeah,
0: like, and, and, and yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like I I totally understand that these people um, that you know work these. Service desks and who to take the tickets and all that. Because um, I, I dealt with it too, right? I've, I've worked for the uh, food and beverage point of sale industry. And I, I totally get it. I understand that there's people that have paid, there's, there's some people out there that paid like $25,000 for a system for a huge restaurant mm-hmm. and they can't print chits to the kitchen, right? They can't get orders, come out the receipt printers in the kitchen. So everything is at a stoppage. And the guy's irate and he's yelling at you at the phone. And you know, you just you have to not take it personally and understand that, you know, the customer is upset about something and he just wants you to know that you're doing all that you can to like help help fix the problem.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and um and sometimes it's yeah. uh I, I find customer service is a lot of just common sense of you know, um just responding to people and, and and that kind of thing so i think that's why it gets it's disappointing um when uh people don't even get like the bare needs of it where like you know you're just waiting to, you didn't you didn't get home for seven ou- nine hours after you yeah. made the first call like something yeah. could have been done in there but again yeah. i you know i yeah. i don't know that that well enough i don't know what you do well enough um you know the technician it is a lot of driving or it's an hour at least but yeah, um, but anyway, so yeah, that that sucks. Obviously, not the uh, the ideal. So, how much uh, Quake did you play when you got home? <laughs> well, funny enough that you said that. Rewind, I re, re, uh, I, run, I, when, while
0: I was waiting, I was playing Quake. Okay, like <laughs> I did have something to do while go. the guy was. Uh, I was. I, I actually fixed. Um, it, it's funny. I actually fixed one major problem. Uh, at one point, and at one point, the guy called me. To get or the the service desk call me to get an up to give an update, and I was playing Quake, so I had, the, I, had I had my phone on my shoulder. I'm just like playing Quake. Okay, all right, you know, answering the <laughs> questions and all that. <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
1: Ben. Well, good, good that yeah. you got that in there.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, what else was I going to do? It's waiting anyway. It's already yeah, a long yeah. work day. I've already worked.
1: Uh, anyway, um, I guess uh, yeah. Catch up on some some stuff with me uh, when I was at the cottage. It was my mom's birthday, so we kind of missed it. So um, she came last Friday and we went to Port Daluzi, Port Daluzzi in, uh, in Lake, on Lake Ontario, kind of in St. Catharines. Okay. It's a pretty nice area. I don't, I've never been there before. Yeah, I've never, I've never
0: been in that area either.
1: So we walked down yeah. and, you know, there's people swimming in Lake Ontario. And I always thought, and we, you and I had a conversation about it recently where I think you said it rained and they warned you about the E. coli in the water. And then here, there's like all these people swimming. The beach is really nice. There's a big, long like pier to walk out on. Um, You know, boats are coming in and there's a a whole bunch of restaurants on the street there. It was pretty nice. And it's one of those things like it was 40 minutes on a Friday at five o'clock to get there from my house. And I have never been there. And I've lived, you know, for five and a half years in Hamilton. Like that's the kind of thing that it's really not that far Justin and i would go to oakville sometimes for dinner like to a place for dinner it's like why wouldn't we have tried this but um you know so i'm I, i'm like i'm happy that we're you know we're trying to try all these um these other things there's i think i'm not sure if i said it before there's an ice cream place that has 88 flavors it's around it's walking distance from our house oh and it's funny because we don't, don't have a tell car me, don't tell me that next time you're here we'll go that sounds amazing um but it's uh you know because we had a car I guess the, in your head you think of like okay what's around but you're not just going to drive literally two blocks over in a car maybe for ice cream you would but you know yeah. so we, we're doing a lot of these more local things now and and it was really sweet but yeah so my mom you know we ended up driving back and we had a split a bottle of wine at, after that and just heard, heard talking and so it was a great night um the food went to an Italian place called Twisted Pig or something um, but it was. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then uh Saturday hung out with some friends haven't seen since last September. Uh Will and his wife. Um awesome. Yeah, so saw their new house. It's gorgeous. Um stayed up watching the Olympics with them. It was it was a good night. And then the next day we uh so we rented a car to go see them. The next day, while we took full advantage. So, we haven't seen Jess's grandparents in, you know, 19 months. So, we went and saw uh, actually her parents first and, um, you know, my brother and sister in law and their two sons at uh, their boat. We we did that again, had lunch. And then uh, we went and saw her, her nona. And while we were there, her aunt and uncle were there. So, we haven't seen them and it was a surprise. So, we're just walking down the, the, uh, like the alley to where you park. And we were like, hey, what are you doing here? Like, hey, how's it going? And uh, Jess's uncle just like, you know, out of habit was like, hey, how are you? And then like did a double take because it was us. He just obviously wasn't expecting us. Even in the back, you know, if he knew we were coming in at all, we would probably would come through the front. (laughs) So, that was weird. And then we walked through and, you know, Jess's aunt started to tear up and everything. And, And it was great. Like we were there for, I would guess like an hour and a half just talking with them and and, you know it it was it was great i got offered we had just finished lunch at the boat and uh they were dropping off groceries for jess's grandma so we got offered every single item of food that was in the bag i would I I, like was in the, the groceries it was you know eight different types of fruits um I don't know. Everything under the sun was offered because that's just <laughs> how it is. And then uh so after we we left, we went to see um Jess's uh Nono and uh he has an insane garden uh in his yeah. backyard. Like it's I bet n- he does. <laughs> it's nuts. Um nice. and he's he's 93 and this garden wow. is insane, and he keeps wow. he's got he's got grapes up in the top like is like a vineyard of, of grapes and then he's yeah. got huge beanstalks tomatoes he gave us a zucchini that is massive he gave <laughs> us a, a bunch of cucumbers i think some kale yeah, so we ate, we actually ate that tonight it's all fresh it was amazing um but you Beautiful. know just like really cool um to kind of see them because without the car you know we're not even just in the area ever anymore so Mm-hmm. um but you know i'm kind of glad we we took full advantage of that and we got home it's just a very satisfying you know rewarding day and then by the time we got home it was uh maybe six or seven and then um it was my cousin's birthday and we did a family zoom call on a sunday night for from 7 30 until or maybe eight till 9 30 or something so i mean that was pretty cool in itself um which was great. So yeah, like full full weekend of of doing stuff from Friday night to Sunday night. Uh it was just crazy. And um but that's like, you know, the reason I live basically friends and family, you know, in those and it was all, you know, minus the Zoom, but like getting to see people I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, you know, makes me feel yeah. pretty good.
0: That's that's awesome, man. Um and I, would, I would just going back to um Know your comment about going to the beach and it's only 40 minutes away i mean that's what we did when we took nico out to to the beach in our area that's only 20 minutes away just Mm -hmm. just south of us um i literally just i was like let's go you know what let's just find the beach just went on google and like typed in beach closest one boom let's go and you just need to go to these i just feel like you need to go to these little adventures and google maps is fantastic for that because you can just find everything on google maps and you get all the reviews and the pictures and, and where you want to park and all that, and uh, you know you just you just need to go out and explore new areas right. because it makes that's what life is, right? It's just you can't just do the same thing day in day out. When I when I, I mean it's, we've had a lot of rain recently, right? When I'm inside for like three or four days, I start to lose it. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> why people bad. that's why like people I gotta, get I gotta um, get out and just drive somewhere.
1: You know, with you know. with the with the winter, especially you know in Canada or in the more north you go, the worse it gets. um You know, people just it sucks to be trapped inside, and then like at least if it's raining, you can just hold an umbrella and walk outside, and you just you know don't really want to. But in the in the winter, not too many people are going out for walks, mm-hmm. you know, to try and fight that. And when you do, it's minus whatever. So it's uh it's tough, but yeah, like, and I think in in the summer, you know, it mentally it, it's brutal because. Every day that rains is, is a minus one sunny day as well. So it's like, you know, it's just another day where you couldn't have done something. Like, if, like in the summer, like, you know, let's say you and I were off from high school and we had plans to do something outside and it just rains, you know, like there's a day we can't do it and it rains again and you can't do it. And then, and mind you, we probably just would have played video games and hung out indoors. But like, you know, going over to some of our friends and swimming in their backyard or just going for walks or like sitting out by a fire, like, think of all the things. You know, that are amazing that you can't do and it, it really sucks. It weighs down on you when you can't do it. And on mm-hmm. top of that, it's trying to organize people's schedules, you know, that kind of thing. So um it's uh it, it can be depressing for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But, well uh,
1: there wasn't a cloud in the sky when we were there at the beach. Oh, nice. Not one. It was, Beautiful. It was crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. And I haven't even actually seen your mom since your wedding. So if she's listening to this episode,
1: hello. <laughs> <laughs> Miss uh, you. And yeah, so uh
0: I hope you're doing well.
1: I guess that would have been it, eh? Because that's was four years ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's been a long well, time. Almost four years ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll 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 uh when she's when when we're able to and we can have bigger crowds, we can do a big reunion maybe with she- our friends.
1: She did message me actually, uh, recently she listened to the episode. We were talking about how you destroyed her house. And she said, <laughs> she said she had, maybe she missed, doesn't want to see me. <laughs> so she, yeah, she well, you we could see you on your turn, like at your, at your place, no risk to her. But she, um, I guess she said she, you know, missed an episode of the, of the actual, you know, just through anchor, um or, or uh, what I'm not sure how she listens to hers but yep. um you know whatever it is and yep. she saw the YouTube one so she watched that one oh. and I was like you know fresh that time so she just skipped to that and she messaged me and she said like I was in tears laughing in the kitchen at you guys talk about <laughs> rob and just destroying the house so it was, you know it's pretty cool um for me to hear to hear her say that and get the joy out <laughs> of it and I'm sure you know if uh, some of our friends you know if they're listening as well then they would uh just for the amount of mishaps that you've had in uh, you know, the the time that I've known you, it's it's uh, those are some good stories as well.
0: Thanks, man. I love it when you talk me up. It's fantastic.
1: Some mishaps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll wrap it up here. Have a great <laughs> yeah. week. Well, I guess everybody. that's it. That's eh? <laughs> just call her. Let's just call her. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, man.
0: <laughs> okay. All Take right. care. All right. Bye-bye. Talk to you
1: next week.